Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast on a mission to change the way the world eats. Guys, my name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health, nutrition, productivity coach. I help people to learn how to use nutrition as a tool to feel better, look better, and do absolutely everything better in our lives. Because guys, food is what we are built of. Every single cell in our body built out of and depends on what we put on our body, or to be more precise, what we put in our mouth and on our plate. So food is powerful. Guys, yesterday I did uh, this workshop. I absolutely loved doing this, absolutely loved the audience, the curiosity, the engagement, the questions. So the podcast was focused brain nutrition and lifestyle, where we talked about lifestyle behaviors that you can start doing today without no cost or low cost, changing your routines, like your sleep routine, your light viewing routines, your breathing routines and habits. So we talked about that. We talked about the timing of things like caffeine and food. We talked about different foods that are good for our brain health and performance or not so good and can actually make us feel worse and make us have worse memory or performance. And again, food affects absolutely everything. And our brain is probably one of the most sensitive to nutrition organs, the quality of that nutrition. You know, the quantum leap in the evolution of human brain happened when we learned how to cook. You know what differentiates humans from other mammals, other you know, mammals, animals, is actually our ability to cook one of the biggest ones, because all the other animals, they depend on nutrition in the outside world, and they can't do much about how much of it they get um, or how they process it, how efficient they are at extracting different nutrients. We humans took a different approach. We learned how to develop tools, somehow we figured out how to use fire and how to apply that fire to food, and that allowed us to extract nutrients that were previously not available to our digestive system. Cooking allowed us to extract all the nutrients from basically anything out there. That's why we have such huge food variety. If you were a caveman without any cooking skills, you know, many, many thousands years ago, then you wouldn't be able to eat things like potatoes. They're actually quite poisonous when they're raw. Or things like beans and lentils. No, wouldn't be able to. A lot of vegetables, like even Brussels sprouts, a lot of people have weak stomach acid or, in general, weak digestive system, and they're just not able to extract nutrients all that well. Also, did you know that cooking increases caloric density of any food? So what that means is if you eat an egg raw, some people do that, you know, putting them in smoothie, you actually get less nutrients, not more. Or if you eat carrots raw, you also get less nutrients, not more. Or things like tomatoes, a lot of foods uh, where you get less nutrients, not more, because cooking helps our digestive system to break down fibers and tissues and get all the nutrition. Cooking made us human. There is actually a book with this name. Uh, I think fire or cooking is what made us human. Um, 
forgot the name of the book, but I read it and it's written by some um, scientist, either anthropologist or somewhere in that realm. He studies human history and human evolution. And so scientists long time ago figured out that our brain is very sensitive to nutrition. And it seems that we evolved as species because we were able to, so to speak, upgrade our nutrition with cooking and get more nutrients from basically all the food stuff around us, right? And these days you can cook and process almost anything and make it digestible and absorbable. So the point being is nutrition matters, especially for the brain, guys. And like many thousand years ago, Nutrition made our brain work better and develop faster. And you know, it's happening now too. Every time you put something on your plate, it either helps your brain to do its job better and maybe even develop and evolve step by step over thousands of years, or it makes you dumber and makes your brain work worse and shrink. Actually, yes, the studies have shown that people who have very poor diets with a lot of processed foods, added and processed uh, sugars and carbohydrates, um, different you know ingredients that are processed and proven to be pro-inflammatory, um, those people have brains that are smaller. Brains shrink with poor nutrition, literally. And when your brains shrink, they are not getting smarter. I can assure you of that one. So this whole talk was designed, guys, to motivate you, to inspire you to look at your plate because your brain performance depends on it. And your brain performance is not just about your work. You experience life through your brain, literally. All the processors or uh, centers of processing sensory information that comes from the outside world, like your sense of taste, your um, hearing, your uh, sense of smell, uh, all of these senses and sensory information, it is processing your brain. And so if your brain starts to work worse, and you know, especially with things like dementia or Parkinson's um, or Alzheimer's, if your brain really suffers, your life becomes kind of black and white and very gray and not rich and abundant in experiences. When the brain works worse, you get much poor sensory information and that affects the quality of your life experience. So that's another piece of motivation. And now back to our neurochemical of cocktail, neurochemical cocktail of flow, flow state, this magical state, the zone, uh, you know, using the words of Eddie Moore from the movie Limitless. Uh, if you haven't watched it, watch it. Uh, it's a fascinating movie. I wasn't high. I wasn't wired. Just clear. I knew what I needed to do and I knew how to do it. That's the ideal state where you where you want to be when you do work that is important that is meaningful and these chemicals neurochemicals chemicals in the brain that we were talking for um the past week from monday to wednesday then the thursday um i took a day off because of the talk i was giving and today a couple more neurochemicals these chemicals are always present when you are in the flow when you're in the zone and you can actually eat certain things and drink certain things to enhance the capability of your brain to produce those 
neurochemicals by providing all the essential uh, building blocks. So listen to the episodes on Monday and Tuesday, on Wednesday, about the other three very important neurochemicals of flow state. And today we are covering the last two. And I'm actually going to be doing some reading from my blog. And the name of my blog is, I'm just scrolling through it, Breakfast in the Zone, Nutrition for the Brain Chemicals of Flow. The question, Angela, so what do I have for breakfast to turn on my genius brain for the day? And that's the question that I'm answering in this blog. So today we're talking about the last two neurochemicals of flow. My favorite ones, they're pleasurable ones. Serotonin and endorphins. Those circulate in our brain when we are in the state of flow. So serotonin, another well and satisfied neurochemical that keeps us feeling safe, keeps anxiety levels managed, so we could keep delivering challenging work outside of our comfort zone. Just like dopamine, serotonin is highly dependent on specific protein sources, rich in another amino acid, L-tryptophan. And the optimizer in you will be happy to hear that you can pretty much eat the same protein foods for serotonin as you would eat for dopamine. And dopamine, guys, the molecule of more, of drive, of motivation, we talked about it on Monday, so listen to that episode. The richest sources of L-tryptophan, important for serotonin, are lean chicken and turkey, lean beef and pork, salmon and firm tofu for the plant-based guys. It gets a bit trickier with serotonin, though. To optimally produce and absorb serotonin, to increase the levels of it in our brain, we need to eat L-tryptophan foods with B6 vitamin and enjoy a serving of fiber-rich carbohydrates alongside our protein-rich foods. Good news, B6, the vitamin that I mentioned, is present abundantly in salmon, beef, pork, chicken, and tofu. No additional foods required. As for carbohydrates, eat some long-lasting, fiber-rich carbohydrates to maintain balanced blood glucose levels that has a lot to do with long-lasting peak brain performance. Getting into the zone and staying in the zone. So flow zone breakfast essentials, in addition to what we talked on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, you want to have 3-4 ounces or 100-120 grams of sweet potatoes, oats, beans, and lentils, again, in addition to those protein sources that we talked on Monday, rich in L-tyrosine, important for dopamine, the molecule of drive of more motivation, and L-tryptophan, the molecule of uh, well-being, pleasure, satisfaction. Um, we need kind of, you know, a mix of stress and pleasure chemicals in our brain or pain and pleasure chemicals. So you eat something like lean, chicken, turkey, even better, salmon, beef, pork, um, or firm tofu if you're a plant-based person. And then you combine it with something like uh, oats, beans, lentils, sweet potatoes for those long, long-lasting carbohydrates. My favorite, actually, chickpeas. Not only they are much richer in fiber compared to other sources like potatoes or oats, they also contain B6 vitamin that will help you to make more serotonin. Uh, some hummus for breakfast, anyone? So this was about serotonin. Another neurochemical circulating in our brain when we are in the flow state is endorphins. This is 
And endorphins are natural painkillers. The body usually releases them in response to physical activity to make us experience less pain and keep us going, right, when maybe we need to run for the antelope or from lion. Uh, but also endorphins are pleasurable molecules that are released um, in response to behaviors that our brain wants to motivate us to do uh, behaviors that we depend on for survival, like eating food or having sex, right? So endorphins are released then. Endorphins, this is a non-food one. There are many ways you can stimulate production of these natural painkillers and pleasure molecules in the brain. My favorite ones, eating, regular meditation, and exercise. Yeah, actually meditation also helps with that. For exercise, I especially love to incorporate something I call fitness breaks. Every 30 minutes of deep work, I do a few burpees, push-ups, squats, and sit-ups at home or in the bathroom or for a co-working space. Yeah, that's what I do when I go to the bathroom in almost any place. Some squats, some push-ups from the wall, yeah. Um, these short bursts of movement have an additional benefit of increasing blood flow to the brain with all the nutrients and oxygen to keep the whole show running optimally. As we talked about nutrient sensitivity of the brain, it is very high, and so the brain needs more oxygen and nutrients and blood flow. That's why exercise is so freaking good for our brain performance and long-term health. Plus, it's a great way to take micro breaks, the fitness breaks, another essential component of prolonged bouts of deep and mentally demanding work. Angela, so what do I have for breakfast to turn on my genius brain for the day? Some suggestions. Salmon, beans, coffee and dark chocolate. Eggs, oats, spinach, coffee and dark chocolate. Tofu scramble with some sweet potato, coffee and chocolate. Why coffee and chocolate? If you want to learn more about that, then listen to our episode that we did on Wednesday. There are some important molecules in that combination. And that's it for today, guys. So we covered all the five neurochemicals or brain chemicals that circulate in our brain when we are in a flow state or in the 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 zone. <laughs> I always find it difficult to pronounce this combination of the zone. Uh, but anyhow, so five neurochemicals that circulate in our brain every time we are in flow. And just like any other chemical in our body, in our brain, in order to make it, we need to provide building blocks. And building blocks come from only one source, our food. And that's why we are talking about having these foods on a regular basis. Now, a little bit more of information before I let you go for the weekend. Things like protein sources, uh, we talked about um, lean beef, lean pork, uh, chicken, uh, turkey, salmon. We also talked about firm tofu uh, and eggs. Eggs actually have uh, additional benefits for the brain performance and they have uh, those amino acids important for dopamine and serotonin. But guys, uh, so protein-rich sources, you can kind of consume them on a regular basis for your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And those proteins or amino acids are going to be circulating in your brain. Um, other things like carbohydrates, you probably want to eat them like half an hour before your um, the bout of mentally demanding work or performance. And then also things like coffee and chocolate. Again, if you want to know why coffee and chocolate and what kind of coffee and chocolate, please listen to our episode on Wednesday. 
So those things got to be consumed about 30, 40 minutes before your uh, performance or before the time when you want to do the demanding work because they do not last in our body for long time. So that's fine-tuning your consumption because those details matter. You know, timing does matter a lot in our body for so many things. And that's it for today, guys. So try out this ultimate recipe for the breakfast to put you into the state of flow where you can indeed deliver your best work you are capable of at the moment. I wasn't high. I wasn't wired. Just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And let me know if what you found the most useful in these episodes. Please do share this episode with other people who you want to perform equally well or even better delivering their best work. Share, share, share. And till next time, as usual, eat better daily. And don't forget to put some protein, maybe some chickpeas or sweet potatoes, and some coffee and chocolate into your flow zone breakfast.